I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Hello, it's the podcast of the Frank Skinner Absolute Radio show. And um, I think that's what it's called. And I'm here with uh, Emily and Gareth. And hello. Hello, yes. Hello. And um, hello to you all. And thanks for... What do you do? You download, do you? Yeah, yeah, that it? That's what you do, yeah. It's a computer thing, isn't it? Mm. Yes, so thanks. And as usual, we've done the show. And then we come into a small adjoining studio and talk about what you're going to listen to, but without giving anything away. So there's no need for a, uh, a spoiler warning or anything of that nature. I'm looking at, uh, at you, Gareth, from here. Your, your head looks narrower than um, normal. Yes, yeah, so I've had um, a haircut. Oh, that'll be it. I yeah. did have longer hair. Hang on, I thought I got it you're stuck between the doors of a lift. But no, it's <laughs> when, just shorter. Where did you go to have it cut? Just oh, I, I made a mistake again. Oh. There's somewhere. There's a really nice little barber's I go to in Camden. That's that, in London. Yeah, that's yes, in North London. London. Yeah. Um, and... Um, I should always make sure I go there, but I tried out somewhere else in Bournemouth, and they're, they're just rubbish. Oh, oh dear. And he's well, I wouldn't say rubbish. Mistake. No, no have a look at this. I know this isn't great radio, but I'm taking my glasses off, and look at what he's done to my sideburn. Oh, it does look a bit Smike from Nicholas Nickleby. It's like... <laughs> if anyone's familiar with that character. <laughs> I think Gareth's a bit Smike, generally. <laughs> I, um, I think you should have to ask for something like that, I what he's done there. I can't... What, well, if we describe of... it to the listeners, okay. they're sort of like... Well, how would you describe it, Frank? Well, it looks a bit... You know those bottle openers that you can get? <laughs> and they've got like a little V that you get on the edge of the cap. He's sort of taken a little inlet into mm. your sideburn. Yeah, like it's, it's shaped... Ac- it's not accidental, because it's on both sides. No, he's done it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think... You know, I think you should ask. And also... He there was something... You do, of, you do now you've got a Nike sign carved into the back of your hair. <laughs> what? Oh, my goodness. There is something of the punishment about the haircut. Yeah, it's like a very specific... And he, and he said something terribly insensitive. What oh, did yeah? he say? Right, I had quite long hair when I went in there and sort of swept over like a, quite a long fringe and I said, I'd like, it sh- I'd like it a bit shorter. I'd like it short at the sides at the back and then um, to um, a bit longer at the front. And he said, oh, what, to cover up what's going on <laughs> under there? <laughs> what is going on under there? Some ecosystem? Well, in a very distinguished manly way i'm receding very slightly oh, the, and you know he brought that up but, and that. yeah and he mentioned that's out of order isn't it but i like that you that you go into a barber and he says how oh, would you like your hair and you said a bit shorter <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, what are we supposed to say? well what are you going to say actually i'd like a little bit longer on yeah. the sides could you can you sort that <laughs> obviously emily's looking at me saying she does that most weeks <laughs> Yeah, so it, was a, it looks all right, though. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah. But it's, mm. And I would never have noticed the uh, the baldness if you hadn't brought it up. Now you've brought it up, of course. <laughs> you look to me, you just you look like a light bulb with a little <laughs> bit of hair stuck on the top. <laughs> but hey, we can't sit here. Um, well, we can, but let's not. Um, so this is um, the uh, podcast. The guest is uh, Pajama Men. Oh, I loved the Yes, I know you did. You I- were Far yeah. enough up Emily their pajama really legs. well with the pajama men. She yeah. loves oh, men in their pajamas. <laughs> yeah. She does. I do. Uh, so yeah, and yeah, we did. They were they were very funny, and um, I personally I enjoyed the show very much. Loved it. 
Yes, and I hope you do too. Absolute Radio. Hey, Saturday morning. Yes, indeed, it is Saturday morning. I like the fact that it's cold outside. I feel all snuggly. You know oh, what I'm do saying? You? Oh, I don't like it. We're it's all cuddled cold. together. We, we're, we're sort of all wrapped up in each other around one microphone, like the Beatles backing vocals. <laughs> like, well, you know, when they were the biggest band in the world, they could only afford two mics. A pod. Yes, a pod. That's a word. But don't look at me like that. You're wearing an autumn sports jacket. You're yes, not I am. dressed for the cold. I am. I think, I think one can dress so sort of puts you in a frame of mind. And I don't like to let my, um, my autumnals go until uh, it gets properly cold. You know, 20 below in Scotland, that's not enough for me. So, um, we sat around looking at the newspapers before the show, as we so often do, looking for inspiration in many ways. And it's it's Jonathan Ross this, Jonathan Ross that. It is. Yeah, I feel a bit... You know, they're already talking about who's going to take over the shows. He's got six months left. It's like, you know, when you're in a restaurant and you just start that moment when you just start to move off from your coffee and there's people standing over you, strangers, (laughs) waiting for the seats... It's like that. Well, I think he's irreplaceable. Well, you, um, you're a big mate of his, of course. You must have the inside yes, story. Yes, I know the stars. Um, yeah, no, he, he Emily is... and Jonathan Ross, they're like two peas in a pod. <laughs> no, he is a friend of mine, but I didn't know he was leaving the BBC. He didn't tell until, you? Until, well, I, did, I found out from my carpet fitter. <laughs> because I was having carpet <laughs> yeah. put down in my flat. And when I told you I was having the carpet fit around, you said at least something's getting laid in your flat. Yes, but it was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke I didn't think I'd ever do on air. But now I've done it sort of by proxy. <laughs> but the, and the carpet fitter said um, he saw a picture of me and Jonathan in my flat. And he said, oh, he's leaving the BBC. And I went, what? So that's how I found out. He, he never carpet- told you. I'm starting to think you don't know him at all. Picture of you, picture of you cut out and well, stuck on a picture of his wife. Oh, it's pathetic. I'm very sad he's going, though, and I think he'll be much missed. Oh, God. <laughs> he hasn't <laughs> died. No, I don't think he's dying. I think he'll miss that bit. No. He'll, I'm sure he'll be fine. He's got plenty of money to keep oh, him yeah. going. Oh, yeah. I also think he might get another job quite quickly. I think so. I, think yes. so. I notice on all the long lists of people who could take over his various jobs, no mention of Frank Skinner. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Not a mention. Ah, the forgotten man. That's who I am. (laughs) Apart from the eight people who listen to this show, I might as well be banging my head repeatedly against a slightly ragged brick wall until blood (laughs) splatters all over my summer wear. Anyway, good morning. I've... uh... I'm a bit worried about our new uh, our new uh, competition. Christian O'Connell, you may know, is, is running this thing where he'll be paying your bills. If you win the competition, he'll pay your bills. What I'm worried about is what if Gordon Brown wins the competition? <laughs> That'll close down, absolute. Isn't it bad enough we've got threadbare carpet on the stairs here? <laughs> God. Well, we'll be out. Every time I walk up the stairs past that carpet, I think, is my job safe? <laughs> and the stench in the corridor... The stench yeah. in the corridor, I don't know what that... I think they say Neil Francis can't come in. I think he might have died in a cupboard. There's <laughs> a terrible smell we in the corridor. We call it the absolute stench. Yeah, what is Fat that? fans, that's what we call it, because it stinks when we come in, doesn't it? What is it? <laughs> well, I tell you, I've been in here in the week. Yes! And um, when it's lovely and everyone's mm. milling around and all the proper staff here, and they say, hi, Frank, and I say, hi, smashing. Not like the cold, bleak Saturday mornings when we come in, there's no one around except Adrian Hyatt just sitting there drunk, let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can see him in the other room now going, how dare you? <laughs> 
But um, there's never any smell then when when all the staffs in. Yeah. We come in. I think I th- let's we'll do the sewers Saturday morning. <laughs> but you know, you don't care about that. I imagine that you know wherever you work smells all the time. So why should you feel sorry? <laughs> uh, that might not necessarily be true, of course. Absolute Radio. Um, by the way, darling, I mentioned that I am I am Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, and I'm here with Emily and Gareth. I forgot to introduce you two. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> There's something wrong with this mic. Anyway. Yeah, so uh, Celebrity Big Brother I've been watching. What about that? Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. I made a bit of a discovery. I thought oh. I'd have a Google of the guests, because some of the guests I'm not, I'm not au fait with. Mm. So I had a bit of a Google, right? Turns out Heidi Fleiss, right, she died in 2004. Really? Now, I, obviously, the producers aren't aware of that. And, wow. you know, she's still knocking about. But, uh, I mean, you could, the signs are there. She looks like a cadaver. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that was uh, that was a bit of a shocker. I like Stephanie Beecham. You are Stephanie Beecham. <laughs> Do you know I think I am, in a way? Yes, we oh, all are. I love that she bar- she bathes in a negligee. She shades. barks, I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I've heard that she barks. You're right, Stephanie. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. She describes sleeping in polyester sheets as arduous. Oh, I love her. Yes, I um, I I'm a bit disappointed in if I may call it, and I don't wish to get squalid on a Saturday Mm -hmm. morning, but the babe count is low because there's a lot of quite honky men. Mm. Although Alex Reed, the cage fighter, seems to have a pot belly halfway up his belly. He has a pot belly that starts just under his rib cage and then goes away. Like he has some terrible hernia, sort of that split its way through his inner stomach lining. Oh, he's horrible! Yeah, horrible he has a small marmite shelf. fake tan as well. He could stand in a pub and he could actually put a pint on that terrible muscle shelf he's got <laughs> on his stomach. It's really weird. I don't know how he's developed that. And also, he's too tanned. Mm, he is too tanned. I hate that. Um, I quite like uh, the bass hunter man. Oh yes, Jonas. Or yeah. it. Or the bass hunter. <laughs> he seems lovely. Yes. Bass hunter, I like him. Yes, although I, he's apparently has got a girlfriend who sits at home sobbing every night as he cavorts yeah. with that Russian woman who's got a London accent. She said watching them kiss was like having her heart stabbed 50 times. Yes. 50, that's very specific, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I found watching them kiss was like having my heart stabbed about four times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a, I but was, we're all different. Yeah. But I think sort of what happens... Watching anyone kiss, I find <laughs> distressing. I was once standing at a bus stop and a, a young couple started kissing next to me. And to the point where they started, they were such so wrapped in a snog, I realised they were leaning on me. Oh, and had I, had I have moved, they would have just fallen on the floor. I thought, if my bus comes here, I'm going to have a moral dilemma. It's an inadvertent threesome. Yeah, exactly. It was nothing yeah. to do with me. I thought they were growing on me like moss. <laughs> and the polite thing to do would have been to just join in. Well, well I, there was no room. I mean, she was virtually enveloped in his lips. You know, it was. All, I could hear. I could hear that. Not, not. I could not only hear the external noises. I could hear the things moving about inside their mouths. I was so oh. close. Yeah. Well, imagine how I felt. Imagine my consternation. You do travel. Hold with on. That you just have a pause while we imagine my consternation. I don't think I want to. 
and relax. Okay, sorry, Gareth. No, it's fine. Oh, don't um, sulk. Oh, don't <laughs> sulk. You sulk on me. Do you know, whenever Gareth says, no, it's fine, it's fine. It's like a girl saying it's fine in a relationship. Exactly, yeah. Oh, no, it's fine. It's oh, fine, no, you it's carry fine, on into fine. your jokes. <laughs> Come on, Gareth. I'm still imagining your consternation. <laughs> well, I can see yours from here. <laughs> don't have to imagine it. Oh, God, it's tarted up. I'm just going to have to put a, 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 some adverts yeah. on wh- why I go over and hog Gareth. That's how I have to live. I mean, it's like being some sort of care worker. <laughs> Not that that's a bad thing to be if there's any listening. Don't you be go, go! Don't, don't look at me like that. You just counted down like 12, 7. I'm glad you don't work for NASA. You're not very good at countdowns. I work for NASA Hussein as a, <laughs> as a houseboy. Yeah, he's very demanding. Can I just say that? If you don't know who NASA Hussein is, Google him! <laughs> <laughs> See, that feels like a thing that the Hunchback of Notre Dame should have called down to people. So, so they, and send the Duke of Cormandy to me. And they all look surprised, all the villagers. And he goes, Google him! <laughs> Oh, that would have been uh, that would have been a great scene in the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Is any Hunchbacks listening? I no disrespect to you. How do you and spell NASA? I'm googling him, but I haven't got what NASA. Who's saying? N a double s e r. Oh, oh this is entertaining. Why are you googling NASA? Oh, you're googling to see who he is. Okay, well, fair enough. I mean, it was supposed to be a sort of rhetorical thing. Oh, cricketer. Is he a cricketer? Yes, Why don't you read time. out the Wikipedia <laughs> entry? Yeah, exactly, for God's sake, this sulk. Sulk. Can I say that Gareth Giant is, sulk. Gareth's sulking so much that his manager has had to rush into the studio. Yeah. She's on, she has honestly arrived, Gareth. Gareth's. Sort out the sulk. And we've even had a text in Frank on 812.15 oh, yes. about the sulk. Oh, really? From Ian Blair, who I believe used to be the uh, police commissioner. But anyway, that's, <laughs> that's another story. True. That's how big the sulk is. The manager, <laughs> the police have been called in. Oh, my God, we're on Ian red Blair. alert. We'll have to grit. We'll have to grit the whole studio. <laughs> Ian Blair, who may or may not be the former police commissioner, yes. has said, stop sulking, Gareth. So there you go. Yes. I'm, the, I'm the incredible sulk. <laughs> you wouldn't like me when I'm sulking. <laughs> I've got my clarinet up. So, speaking of music, which mm. we probably will on the show at various times, it being a music station... On the Big Brother thing, uh, they they tortured um, they tortured the uh, the base hunter, and you know when I say the base hunter, oh god, it's all right, I can't. <laughs> oh, a, oh no. worth waiting for. I think you'll all agree. <laughs> <laughs> what well, the thing about that is, this a, is the music from the Deer Hunter for those people who don't get that reference. But, you can't um, Google music, can you? Um, I think there's a section I called Google Music. Oh, right. Silly. Um, <laughs> Yeah, what I like about them, because I couldn't find the switch for the deer hunt, I think people at home are already going, <laughs> in a slightly resigned and, and upset way, I'm sorry to... Anyway, so what they did, they put the base hunter in a room with Lady Sovereign. If you don't yeah. watch the show, don't worry, because you don't need to know who the people are. He's not called the base hunter, it's like the deer hunter, he's called, just called base hunter. What was that last phrase you used? <laughs> deer hunter. <laughs> so um, they put him in a room with um, with Lady Sovereign, who was a, who was a sort of a uh, Sov. urban people person, yeah. and uh, they played his own music to him over and over again as a, as a forms of torture. And he was kind of screaming at the sound of his own music, which is an interesting idea <laughs> yeah. for a torture. Mm. She I, didn't know what it was. She said, "What's this then?" And he went, "Oh, it's my song." Yeah, he sounded slightly embarrassed. But I was thinking, if you know, I reckon if they put me and David Baddiel in a room and played Three Lions four hundred times, we'd be loving it. 
yeah, yeah. you would. You I think would. come about three fifty, you'd say, you know, I, I never noticed that bit before. <laughs> So so rich, it's so rich and so deep in goodness. You can find extra things. But he was really struggling, and it just—we we were sitting uh, talking in, in a cafe, in a London mm. cafe, the three of us, and we said, you know, if you got locked, what would be your ultimate torture music? Yeah. What do, what did you? We are, we've kept this from each other. We what have. did you guys think? Well, I've got a couple actually. Mac the knife would be quite bad for me. By anyone? Oh oh, the shark. Oh, that whole, oh, I well, hate Scottish it. version. <laughs> Just because he's Mac the knife, I don't need to assume that he's some sort of Scottish hoodlum. <laughs> and they call him <laughs> Mac the Neat. No. I just find it so depressing. And also anything by Dido. Because I just hate... Oh. I'm sorry. Am I not allowed to say that on Absolute? But I, I, think just, you, I don't think we've ever played Dido in all the time. I don't like the way her songs are so. She goes, I woke up, had a cup of tea, cried, washed my hair. <laughs> That's basically no, the sentiment. That, that was an interview with Dido. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, well, I used to know Dido a bit. I think she's actually on my phone. I might call her and say, oh, never guess don't. what's happened. Well, anyway, so what, what would your well, torture music be going? Um, mine would be um, Remix to Ignition by R. Kelly. And that well, one that goes Korea mixed to ignition, hard and fresh out the kitchen, I'm rolling. Am I going to do the whole yeah, song? I'm feeling, I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling tortured. Oh, I, I know, know that one. Yeah, you said so well, and I'm drunk. Yeah. That one, yeah. If I could turn, <laughs> turn back the hands of time. Look, she's thirteen as it is. Don't turn back <laughs> any further. <laughs> yes, for me, I think it would be, um, it would be, uh, and this might shock some. But oh, my God. ultimate, I would drive me to the point where I was thinking about opening the wrists up, would be Imagine by John Lennon. Really? Oh, God, that's such a dirge. <laughs> Imagine there's no countries. <laughs> well, that's the World Cup ruin for a start off. <laughs> Absolute Radio. And um, we were just talking about if we were, we were going to be tortured, the music torch mm. like they used on Celebrity uh, Big Brother, what would our torture song is what we were talking well, we just had a text in on eight twelve fifteen because I chose Mac the Knife as my torture song, and Postman Paul from Belfast has says, "Did you know Mac the Knife is an allegory for the McCarthy communist witch hunt, witch hunts <laughs> amongst Hollywood artists?" Really? Yeah. I just love the fact that people would send in such an intellectual thing. So do I. Apparently, uh, there was a, a a McCartney witch hunt, which was when he, <laughs> how he found Heather Mills. <laughs> oh. yeah. Yes, well, that is, is, and is that true? Do we think that it's? I don't think so because I think it was written some years before that. But oh. you know, nice try, but Mac Paul. the knife. You know, if McCarthy was was the guy who was doing all the horribleness, mm. Mac the knife. It makes. I would like make it. Sense, yeah. I appreciate it very much. What we thought anyway, what we'd ask you as as you mentioned our number eight twelve fifty <laughs> that we would um, that would that would be if they called up to Quasimodo. Oh, by the way, what's the uh, text number for absolute eight twelve fifty? Why would he be reading the text number for no, absolute? No, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be reading it. It's something I, I imagine that Quasimodo would know <laughs> off by heart. He's like, what else do you do in a belfry? <laughs> Other than memorise um, radio station call-ins. So, uh, yeah, so we'd like to know, if you were going to be tortured in a room by music, what would be your greatest fear? What what would be the track that would push you over the edge? Mm. That's what we want to know. 
What else I'd like to know is that that thing that Gareth was on about yesterday about oh, yeah. seeing how frustrating an anecdote it was this. <laughs> off the, just, oh, he's going to sell. Well, ahead. it started off well because I, I came into Waterloo Station and I saw Lee Ryan mm. come out of the tube. Oh, is that off of blue? Yeah, off yeah. of blue. Off of blue. <laughs> yeah. it's, a la- it's a ladies' man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, and that was quite exciting. And then I went down onto the tube and saw another famous person. Yes. Now this is where the anecdote gets muddy. <laughs> Go on, carry right. on. Carry on. Tell us, tell, tell us what you what you delivered yesterday by by way of an anecdote. Um, she's a lady, and I can't remember what her name is or what she does. Mm. But I, I've got I can describe her physical appearance. See, I love a celebrity spotting story <laughs> in which you don't know the celebrity. <laughs> So okay, so what we thought we would do because we we um, we went through this, we thought yeah. we'd, we'd ask our our very um, knowledgeable listeners if they can rescue this anecdote by finding out who the celebrity is. So if Garrett's going to give us his description, a physical description. Right. Well, it'll only be physical. I don't think we could give her an emotional. <laughs> oh, I thought. No, but he could do an impression of her voice if she spoke. Oh, uh, she didn't say anything. No. Oh. no. I did okay. see right into her very soul. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. And you didn't recognise that either? No. Okay. No okay. distinguishing features. Okay. It's, it's, it does establish so the fact not, that so it, it wasn't Heather Mills then. Bang. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, hair colour, please. Um, and she, style. She had um, slightly Sharon Osbourne hair, but more spiky. Spiky kind of almost mangery hair, a bit like um, um, Lion-O from the Thundercats. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What colour? Um, kind of reddy, darky, dark red. Oh, well like done, hold on. I, I might, I, I might ruin I the think... whole thing by getting. Uh, oh, okay. Really? Don't uh, ruin it, Frank. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Should we not what, ruin it? Well, no, well, no. Can I have a guess? Okay yeah, then. Guess. Is it that woman? I can't remember her name now. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So that text number is eight twelve fifteen. Now hold on. She used to work with Kenny Everett. <gasps> oh my oh! God! Cleo Rockos. Cleo Rockos. Let's that, see. That I'll, her? I'll, I'll Google it. Google. Okay. Google Cleo, image. Cleo Rockos. Is everyone just going to have to listen it? while we all Google? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about something while we Google. Um, I love googling. Don't you? Well, we've had some texts in for songs that people don't want to no, listen to. They would consider musical torture. Okay. Nick from Watford. Celine Dion. My heart will go on. Oh no, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? But we're all different. That's fair enough, Nick. I'm not condemning your essential. Hold on, on, Cleo Rockos is up. Roy from London says the national anthem. You'd never get to sit down. Right. Okay. It's quite good. See, I I sing the national anthem when it's played. Do you? Where was I? I went to a royal film premiere recently, and I was the only person singing the national anthem. Can you believe that? (laughs) Prince Charles. Yes, that's her. Too loud, it says on my screen Sorry. then. You're too close on to the, the mic. Side, my ears are bleeding. My ears are bleeding. Help me. On the plus side, we've worked it out. On the minus side, we've ruined the phone in. We have ruined the phone in. Absolute radio. We've had lots of texts in about musical torture. Oh, yes. Yeah. We've had um, Emma from Orpington. Or oh, she's called Emma Orpington. I- I'm not quite sure which. When I was a kid, when we were naughty, my mum used to lock us in a room and make us listen to Liberace. We would beg her to stop. Yeah, she'll, oh. be, she'll be from Orpington. That's oh. why I guess on the base. That's that's terrible. In case you don't know, Liberace is one of the great camp piano players. But he did, he, you know, he was he was good. But that would drive you absolutely. Oh, meant. Yeah. I've been to the uh, the Liberace Museum in uh, Las Have Vegas. You? What was oh. it like? Um, it was slightly camp, but uh, there was um, the, you know those like mirror balls you get um, hanging up at uh, discotheques. Mm. Yeah, that's how I've heard. 
They, he had a London, like a black cab, done up in mirror balls, and apparently used to turn... When people were arriving, like lots of middle-aged women used to go to his, his gigs, because yeah. they love a homosexual, the middle-aged women. They do. And so, um, not that I don't, but um, they do in particular. He used to turn up at the airport in this like mirror ball cab, and he used to drive them to their hotels, Liberace. How absolutely fantastic. <laughs> so at one side of the Atlantic... He's making middle-aged women as happy mm. as they've ever been. On the other side, he's torturing children in Orpington. That wow, was Liberace, really? versatile. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything, Mandy of Bromley says, anything by Kanye West or Chipmunk, they do my head in. Um, Neil from Barking says, anything by Lady Gaga would make me confess to shooting JFK. Mm. Um, I'm not Hold sure. On. I'm Does that mean that he shot JFK? <laughs> I guess so. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure about the maybe anything. Maybe we should pass that on to Ian Blair, who's a regular <laughs> correspondent. <laughs> he's he's looking into the Gareth Salk case. I he think can't... He's, he's got contacts in the Dallas um, <laughs> Police Department. I think uh, Ian. So he's telling me uh, in the zoo the other night. The zoo is the little uh, area we sit in and absolutely chat to each other. We don't. We don't. So we don't really get on with anyone else that works, and they hate us. Let's face it. <laughs> Adrian is at the window now making rude gestures, which I find very offensive. Yeah. It's all a bit one flew over the cookies nest behind that glass. It is. Yeah. What's it that? Is. He's smearing on it. I can't make out what that's up to. Oh, no, no, that was. If, oh. if you heard that thumping, oh, that was. Oh, it's actually. time for his medication. Yes. No, it's because I'm actually piping Liberati into that room. When I say I'm piping Liberati, I mean he's essential um, vapour. Which I've made, I've made from Liberace's oh, that, corpse. That's what the thing is he's smearing. Um, yeah. Sheila in Cricklewood says, Good morning, my most annoying song is Sinead O'Connor, Nothing Compares to You. Oh, that's lovely. I don't it? know if it's the tears or the shaved head, it's just one of my most annoying songs. <laughs> well, I bet she doesn't like Ross Kemp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really? Well, I'd, I'd have thought that was a song of great uh, beauty and... She was very beautiful then as well. Not that I'm saying she isn't now. I haven't seen her for a long time. I like women with shaved heads, generally speaking. Oh, yeah, that's very you. No, I do, though. I like that kind of tank girl look. Oh, why don't you start hanging around prisons, then? <laughs> well, I've tried that, but I was cast aside and told to move along. <laughs> Nothing to see here, said this very thick-necked woman who I didn't much like the look of, tattooed and smoking a small briar. <laughs> Oh dear. So yeah. So if the 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 phone in is saying if if you were going to be locked in a room and they were going to use uh, music to torture you, what would the music be that you'd be most scared of? That's mm. that that's the that's the thing, isn't it? Mm. Um, I I think one of mine would be the theme from uh, from Cagney and Lacey. I think that that's that's quite. Uh, I you find don't that you don't like it. I think I might find if I was locked in a room and I and I just had to listen to the theme from Cagney and Lacey. I brought up the theme from Cagney and Lacey because I knew that I had that on my list of jingles. It's not there, so oh. I'll change it. It's not, it's so, not, much that. <laughs> I, not I, so much that. Not so much that. I say Cagney and Lacey. What I meant was um, the final countdown. I think was what would really do my head. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no! I once I once wrote a letter to Hunter S. Thompson. Um, I started out. I started it, Dear Hunter. <laughs> I'm not going to do it now because... Oh, stuff you. No, because you're just leading me on. I, 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 won't, be, I won't be manipulated by anyone. Fine. Well, actually, my chiropractor. But that's it. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. And um, we, we're quite excited because um, Pajama Men are on in a mm. bit. Pajama Men are... Uh, are the extremely funny... Uh, I said that like I didn't mean it. No, I just want to say it casually. Extremely funny American uh, double-act guys who uh, everyone's talking about. Are they going to be wearing pyjamas? 
Well, it wouldn't be inappropriate at this no. hour. I think you'll agree. <laughs> I say I think you'll agree. <laughs> I was just saying, I think you'll agree. <laughs> oh, there goes the no-repeat guarantee. I, I've let this company down big time. Now, I, had, I, had, I don't often read the emails because I've got people to do that for me. Um, this is Frank Skinner on... You laugh, but he has, actually. Yeah, well, it is. Well, that's, well, what, it's that's us, one of the it? things yeah. you do. Yeah, it's, it's us. It is you, yeah. We're the gimps that have to do that. I meant it in a nice way. Can you say gimp? Is that, is that not swearing, is it gimp? No. Okay. Okay. Just unpleasant. Um, <laughs> it's what? It's just unpleasant. It's a bit I unpleasant. I have, a, I have a, an image of zipped math. Um, math, math. Oh God, zipped math. Zipped maths. I did that at A level. Yeah, I, I was, I was rubbish at zipped maths. I, um, I couldn't. I just couldn't open them up. Read so the anyway, email for heaven's sake. I'm going to read the email, and, and this says, um, it's from Max Davis, and it says, "Dear Frank, I'm 14 years old. I'm writing in order to thank you so much for introducing me to the fall." been a long-time podcast listener and after you went on about the four for so long curiosity overcame and i decided to buy a four album oh i went to my local music store and purchased the only one they had hex induction hour i fell in love with this album and have since been saving my money in order to obtain more four cds i now have the first nine and love them all and I'm a dedicated follower of Mark E. Smith. Thank you so much for the wonderful gift of the form. How beautiful was that? Wow. Yes. I'm I, speechless. I, you don't know what it means <laughs> to me. that This kid would have been sitting at home listening to, well, I don't know, Razor Light. Leona Lewis. Um, actually, I'm not Razor Light because they're absolute yeah. favourites. They're marvellous. I'd be good if you was listening to Razor Light. He probably doesn't know what a Razor is at his age. Jedwood, maybe. He Jed, might they might be listening yeah. to Jedwood, but I don't yeah. think they've made anything yet, but they, they, could, they might live next door. <laughs> of course. Um, no. So, yes. So, uh, but how brilliant. You don't know, because I love the four, and I think the four, I think they could change the world. You know, They, they make people more thoughtful and more... More, they, they, they're questioning and more. It's an. In- You've converted him. I yeah. have converted him. I'm the loving it. Would change the world, and yes. it does make me question things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like how I got this job, for example. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily and Gareth, and not only that, but the Pajama Men have joined us. Well, hello, hello, <laughs> and uh, I love that. And, uh, yeah, because we don't get many um, overseas people. We've had one or two, but it's, it's, still, a, it's still a novelty thing for us. <laughs> we had the Gruffalo on, didn't we? Yeah. She's not, it's not the Gruffalo. That was You're comedian Janine yeah, 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 Gruffalo. And yeah. Frank called her the Gruffalo. <laughs> it's just to help me to remember the difficult name. So um, the, yeah, the pyjama men are Mark and Shanoa. That's right. And... Uh, I'm going to start by saying I've never met anyone called Shinoa before, so that's quite exciting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a unique named man. You know, I'm imagining it's some sort of... uh, I'm a lot different than other people in name. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just in name? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty run-of-the-mill, but I've got this (laughs) sort of wild name that sort of lures you in. Well, you wear it as a badge of honour, though. Yeah, yeah, and it's actually, uh, you know, responsible for most of our success. Oh, brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I have a friend who was called uh, Emma Williams, and she noticed that one of the lottery winners was called something like George Pound, and she thought that's clearly 
brought money to him. And I'm, so I'm not making this. She changed the name by deed poll to Emma Millions. Mm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Is and, she wealthy? Uh, yeah. yeah, she's still penniless. But yeah. um, <laughs> If George Pound was back home in the States, he would just get fat, probably. <laughs> 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 that is true. So, uh, for those listening, and I, I hate to break this, there will be some who, who are not familiar with your work. Could you? Could, what? Could, I know. Impossible. <laughs> well, we're, we're, you know, we do theatre. Doesn't everybody know what we do? Well, we, you know, we play to a lot of prisons and stuff. People have been in, people have been in a long time. So, do you think you could give us a brief synopsis of if someone comes to see your show? And we'll plug your show in a second. Mm-hmm, what, mm-hmm. what would? What should they expect? Uh... Well, we play a lot of characters, and there's not really a plot to our little there's show. A thin there's a thin plot. Remember, you're selling it. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what we're doing. Yeah, there's a. There's it's a, it's kind of a transparent plot, <laughs> um, on which to hang really great jokes. Oh well, there yeah. you go. See, that was now you've got now you've yeah. won them over. Fun, fun, fun comedy and bad in, in a plot. nice a nice night out. In a nice huh? night out, good for a date. Or uh, if you you're think? single and alone, it, it, it makes you forget that for at least an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've covered, I think, all the bases. Yeah. What about family? Could, the, could you bring children to this show? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then we'll I mean, you on. could, but then you would hate us. Yeah. They would so, learn a few things. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm feeling you've already won a few new people over. Yeah. So um, if anyone wants to come and see the Pajama Men, what... Where should they go and they when? They should go to the Soho Theatre. Tonight. Is, tonight. <laughs> and, uh, well, actually, I think we're probably sold, probably sold tonight. But, no, uh, but it's always oh, good I'm to have people turn the I might go along. Oh, we'll we'll get you. Yeah, we'll probably oh, they'll get me in. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? Oh, God, you make me we, uh, sick. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you're not even using the laminate this time. You just turn it off. <laughs> we were extended, so we, uh, we uh, were actually closing tonight, but then we reopened on the 20th of January and run through February 6th at the Soho. Oh, okay. So yeah. tonight's the last night for a little while. For just a little bit, yeah. Are, are, are you staying in moment. England? Or are you, are yeah. You, okay. Yeah, we're right in. We're uh, so. oh, right now we are, but we're going to Calgary for the, next, uh, for the next 10 days to do a <laughs> festival called the High Performance Rodeo. So we're going to get our chaps on and go hang out with cowboys and do some, <laughs> do uh, some comedy, comedy <laughs> in, the, Fabulous. in the frozen tundra. Will you be one of those, will you be dressed as clowns and standing in the rodeo? Yeah, yeah <laughs> probably. Wearing like a barrel on braces. Oh, I love it when they do that. No, I went to a rodeo. I went to uh, a rodeo in Wyoming and... Mm. Uh, and the clowns came out, and I thought they just rescued the cowboys, but they were doing stand-up. This guy came out and said, you know, I was saying to my wife the other day, and it was like a problem. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, there were like large bulls running around behind him. It my, like- my favourite thing that they do is they sit at a table and play cards while there's a bull running around, and then they, and they, this is a serious thing, and then they try to see who, who can sit at the table longest before they get scared and run away when, before the bull charges. It's a... Uh, a fun game. I actually if, play it at home. If anyone's tuned in a bit late, that is not the show you'll be seeing at the Summer <laughs> Theatre. So don't, don't think, oh my god, I'm not, I'm not risking that. Absolute Radio. We are with the Pajama Men. Yes. We've been getting on famously with the Pajama Men. Well, 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 if you get on famously, you get on with everyone famously, because all your friends are famous, am I right? <laughs> yeah, and the Pajama Men are now my friends, so yeah. deal with it. Hoity, tighty. <laughs> I, I haven't quite broken the ice yet. No, you're always, you're always slower. I'm a bit quiet. Well, just corner. take your top yeah, I off. Like you were I there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh, hey, hey, oh, yeah. I'm Mark. This is Mark. Shanoa. You see, when, you, when, you, nice moment. Yeah. when you spoke, then they looked quite startled. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, where did you come from? 
Someone kill it! Someone kill it! It's speaking! <laughs> it's already been an assault today. Don't start it oh, off. Oh, yeah. So you guys are... Uh, you're from... Um, New Mexico. Yeah, That's yeah, right. the New Mexico. Uh, um, do you get back there much, or is that... Yeah, uh, we, uh, I'm not going back for a while, but, um... Yeah. You killed somebody there. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I heard away. about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was told, you see, your publicist said, don't bring up the, the, the murder thing. Yeah, and now you're doing it, so this Well, you, is, you brought it up, I think. Uh, we sure about you, brought, you, I didn't bring you, up anything. <laughs> Frank, I think you kind of brought it up when you were like, so, do you get back there much? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Man, you brought maybe. it up by just, by just, by, just kind of by insinuating even having us on uh, the show. You brought it up. <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah. Don't oh, make God. him angry, Frank. I'm sorry. Look at the thing in his eyes. What can I talk about from that area that isn't the murder? What about do you do the Albuquerque Balloon Festival? Oh my oh, goodness, yeah. you know of the Balloon Fiesta. Isn't that? Have you been in one of those balloons? I have. I've only I've only been in. I was when I was in elementary school. What do you guys call it here? Primary. Oh, oh, yeah, that's a good primary school pajama, man. Fifth grade? That's a sort of grade flower. five. Grade <laughs> yeah. five, yeah, no, that's Canadian. How old were you? I was uh, ten. Okay, you just, um, you just yes, you've been primary school. I call that makeup school. age. Yeah. That's when you start wearing makeup. Yeah, well, I don't know if Mark and Shanae. Yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right. Yeah, so I was, uh, it was makeup age. I think we probably, probably wore war paint in New Mexico. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. So you were makeup age. I was makeup age, and I got into I got into a balloon that was inflated, you know. But I they didn't put it in the air because it was just people could just try out getting in the gondola. <laughs> <laughs> and at the time, it seemed exciting, but now I'm just mad. Like, yes. why would you go through all that trouble and not do anything with the balloon? I went on an elephant ride like that. Like I think Albuquerque sit. needs to work on its rise. Yeah, because well, it was the same thing. Yeah, you, was like you went sat on an, the, an yeah. elephant ride when the elephant didn't move. No, it was just and there was a little a little sort of corral built onto the elephant, and there were you know ten of us little kids in it. And then we just sat on it for a minute and got off again. And it didn't move. <laughs> no, that was more of an elephant climb. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's oh. like, yeah, but the the balloon fiesta it, every October the sky just gets full of balloons in the morning. But I don't wake up early enough anymore to to even to even notice because they're usually up by five a.m. You can sort of sense them though. Yeah, yeah, you can. Can you hear that occasional? Presence. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. really do. Yeah, as opposed to the occasional. At the at the festivals you go to, <laughs> the, that was yeah. an elephant. That was an elephant. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. That was that, an amazing. You say elephant. it was. You say it was good. Shanoa looked to me like visually. A, it was arresting. All <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, we should all. I we should try. all just try to do. That's, that's better still. I really like that. <laughs> that sounds like a balloon going down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you've com- like you've combined the two anecdotes into one sound yeah. effect. <laughs> Anybody else want to try the elephant sound? Come on, let's do No, but if I did make one, I'd say afterwards, I beg your pardon. Oh. <laughs> that's what we say over here. Okay. I'll have one more go. <laughs> okay, now now that? do the sound. Oh, <laughs> you two are very very cutting. Uh, I, that's no, I, I felt like you were preparing when you did that noise. <laughs> like yeah, clearing your throat. <clears throat> oh yeah, that was my, <laughs> my elephant noise. <laughs> 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 ah. And that was it. <laughs> Yes, well, um, I'm sorry about anyone. If if you want to, this week's phone in. If you want to text in your elif, oh no, that won't work. <laughs> <laughs> so you two, um, what I like uh, about I've been reading all about you guys is that you've known each other for a, a long, long time. Because often mm. comedians just meet somewhere and say, "Hey, let's be in a double act." 
Yeah. But you were, you, you were at... Uh, it kind of went the other way around. Were you in eighth grade together? <laughs> <laughs> elementary school. Oh, no, we were in yeah. high school, which I think, I think you guys called... I think Chanel was in elephantry. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh! We brought him Zing! Nice one. He's back. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on, I think that needs some sort of... A, here we go. <laughs> oh, I can't hear it. Yeah, the, yeah. Sorry, the, the, the pyjama men are not wearing their headphones, so they're just looking at me what, wanting to know why I'm staring at them. But <laughs> I, I played a sort of a fanfare to celebrate that pun. Yeah, oh, oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, okay. It's a nice it. moment you had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Look, it's my, my name's on the door. I can do what I damn well like. <laughs> do you be go go? Oh, it's just started snowing outside our window. No, I know this is not big news in Great Britain at the moment, <laughs> but you know, for us, it's we're all we've all got a bit. Ooh, it's the so weather pretty. outside is frightening. It's all gone a bit like. I hope that. the pajama men are okay out there in this blizzard. Oh, to hell with them. We've had, <laughs> we've I think we've we've socked them of what we needed and we cast their dry husks to the street. So, uh, We've uh, had a text in, Frank, on well, HL15. Why, you don't say. Frank, do you think 17 years old is too old to be grounded? I've thrown a remote at the TV and been grounded for a whole month. Thrown a remote at the TV? He's remained anonymous. Is, is it Jonathan Ross? <laughs> <laughs> You shouldn't watch that Graham Bye. Norton show, that's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think 17 is, well, it's it's borderline old enough to be grounded. I mean, you're in a, really? you're in a position where he, yeah, could, he, he, could, he could sue. Just walk out of the house and get a taxi. That's what I do. <laughs> but it depends on the nature of the grounding. Hell, a black cab. He could, he could be manacled. <laughs> Besides, not everyone can afford to just stroll out of the house and, and hail a black cab. Can I say that? OK. Emily was throwing ornaments at servants at that age. <laughs> she certainly was. That's absolutely correct. <clears throat> By the way, we've had uh, we had a, an email which which was a bit of a spooky, mm, a bit of a spooky. Really, didn't we? <laughs> we did. It says hi, Frank. Um, just thought, sorry, <laughs> started laughing. You've had a Roberto um, de <laughs> yeah. Just thought I'd let you know that when you were talking about the FA Cup draw on your show last Saturday, you mentioned Portsmouth could get drawn with Sunderland, which actually happened. Yes. Do you have <gasps> mystic powers, Roger? Well, I'd love to think that I have mystic powers. I'd love this studio to become a sort of a Mother Shipton's cave, oh. where I, every week I could uh, emanate um, futureness. But uh, I don't think I have any of You are quite a Corian, as in Derek Acora. Yeah, I've got something yeah. of the Acora about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, so, I'm, same I'm barber. knocking around the spirit web. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, spirit world, of course, is an off license. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. yeah no, um, I, did, I, I did do that. I did say it's Sunderland could play Portsmouth. Then I, was, I, was, I picked the FA Cup draw last week, oh, which yeah. if you've never seen it, is two men taking balls out of a sort of plastic but, bowl hidden under the table. Was it a velvet bag? Now, they, they, they arrive in a velvet bag, oh. but then Paul Elliott, my co-drawer... Ah, oh, he's ex-Chelsea. Yes, he emptied, um, he emptied the, the velvet bag into, into a concealed plastic bowl, and then you reach into it. Oh. And the reason it's a see-through plastic bowl is then they can then cut to a shot of your hand reaching into the ball, so there's no, there's no dodginess. Oh, did you have a manicure beforehand, so your hand looked nice? Um, I didn't do that, but I tell you what, do you remember last week on the show I didn't feel very well? Do you yes, remember I do that? remember I was, that. I felt quite poorly, and I felt poorly into the evening, and the next day I thought, am I going to be able to do the, the cop mm. door? I oh feel, I feel, I felt proper bilious. Mm. 
Anyway, I turned up at the cup draw, and after a, I, I still felt rough, and I thought, I'm going to soldier on. After a couple of um, balls had come out of the thing, I'd taken a couple, I started to feel much better. Oh. Wow. And I'm starting to think that, that, that the plastic bowl with the cup draw balls, it might be some sort of sacred healing well, <laughs> like Lourdes. Well, do you think you were carrying around the responsibility of the draw on your shoulders, and it was oh. affecting you physically? Oh, well, that is something I hadn't... Uh, that, and as you were releasing the pent-up potential powers... Mm. There's a lot of alliteration. There's a lot of peas in that. <laughs> yeah. Are we are we entering into some supernatural realm? Uh, well, you are, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but you do this time most Saturday mornings. I always, in fact, you rarely come out of it. I only ever see you <laughs> slip through the curtain. <laughs> but um, yes, it was. Honestly, I was healed by the effort. Oh. So, if any of you at home feeling terrible, what if mm. some of you with major illnesses, I suggest you go to the FA and say, <laughs> "Look, I'm, you know, I've got three months to live. Can I do the FA Cup draw?" <laughs> and the whole thing could be turned around. Mm, well, that's handy for yeah. people. Yes. Thanks for Frank's <laughs> top tips there, everyone. Okay. Um, a I weekly enjoy. series. So, look, um, I, um, we've, we've got a bit of an exciting week because we're all off to see uh, Biffy Clyro on <gasps> Thursday. Yeah. And we're playing the Houses of Parliament. Can you believe oh, that? Oh, what am I going to wear? Well, I'm just thinking, how, how long do I have to wait into a trap before I can go, Oh, odder, oh, <laughs> odder. No, but we are. We've, we've been invited by absolutely. We have to bring our passports for ID. <gasps> do we really? Yeah, we do. That's got my age in it. Oh, my yes. God. Well, I imagine yours is a, an aged document. <laughs> you do know you have to get it renewed, Emily, after a certain amount of time passes. Yeah, well, well the cover is actually, um, it's papyrus. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.